Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. It is playoff time, and we are limping badly into the playoffs. Uh, me and my co-host, James. James, are you here? I'm here. How are you today? Hey, we're okay. Uh, what You doing all right right now? I mean, I'm doing good. You know, yeah. just... Uh... Just enjoying being on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, how's y'all's uh, team doing? Well, um, it's a great time for playoffs to start because uh, <laughs> it seems that our entire team has uh, questionable by their name or, or out or whatever, you know? Like last week was yeah. just, it was, I think, our worst week of the season. Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, both of our teams are taking injuries right now, right as as the playoffs are starting um, but, but you know, James, I think this is the latest that we've had a podcast episode in years. So, uh, at least we're doing that, you know, getting, yeah, getting, getting that episode out to everybody. You know, it's all about the people. That's right. Yes. Um, all right. So let me see here. It's time for the call of the week. All right. We are joined by Jordan. I want is in one of the hottest teams actually in the league. Uh, who has made it into the playoffs. And, you know, the reason I thought that we need to have Jordan on was because uh, this was a few weeks ago, right after our last episode, right around Thanksgiving, driving down the road. This was on Washington. And I think I, I see somebody jogging down the road. And I'm like, that looks like Jordan. And sure enough, it was Jordan. So, Jordan, you remember that when uh, yeah, when I, I saw you running down the road? Reaching, I remember you reaching out to me. I think I was getting ready for the uh, YMCA turkey trot or something around that time. Yeah. What was your time for the turkey trot? It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It was 30, I'm trying to remember the exact time, but it was right around 33, 34 minutes. So not, not too bad for that course because it goes up Old Walton Road and some of those really hilly areas around Vol State over there. So not too bad considering the uh, terrain on that kind of a run. Hey, well, you did better than I did. I didn't even uh, it didn't even run in it. So uh... <laughs> I was going to say the last 5K I did was the Santa Hustle 10 years ago, 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I signed up for this turkey trot. Uh, the last two or three years, and I didn't run it. I just took the T-shirt. So uh, <laughs> I, I do have the T-shirt. So p- people probably think I'm, you know, a big runner, but definitely not. So, um, Jordan, what has what has turned the season around for you? You are uh, currently coming into the season or ending the season on the longest winning streak of, of five games going into the playoffs. So uh, what, what has turned it around for uh, your team? There's been a lot of crazy uh, close wins, and I think just about all the, uh, like you saw the whole streak, the, just about every win's been real close. But I guess with being baptized by uh, Matt Collins right at the beginning of the season, he he was my last loss, I think. So I guess I had to face him before I could start going on a on a turnaround streak there a little bit. But I know what helped what helped with Risher playing Risher this last week was uh, picking up Ritter, the quarterback for Atlanta. Uh, I had a choice between trying to pick up some quarterbacks because Geno Smith was going to be out. And uh, so I had to uh, try to decide on who And I I kind of rolled the dice on, on uh, Ritter a little bit there. And he ended up doing, I think double his point uh, projection. So that was what got me over the edge on this last win there, but yeah, just trying to, trying to ride it close, I guess, on some of these in the streak there. Yeah. So on the, uh, the podcast poll we sent out, it was a little while ago, a couple weeks back. We were saying who was your best waiver wire pickup this season? How much fad did they cost you? And and uh, tell everybody what your answer was. 
That would have been the uh, quarterback there at Green Bay, but actually now it's going to have to be Ritter. Ritter's definitely by far the, the best pickup so far, but yeah, it was Jalen Reed was was the choice I made at that point, and uh, he did, he's been doing pretty well for me. I've had him on the bench some when I first picked him up, but I kind of regretted that a little bit because I think the other one of the other poll questions you had was who was your worst draft pick, and I'm, I've been saying uh, Marquise Brown's been my worst draft pick because – I had to, I finally had to start benching him. He was well below his points several weeks in a row. Yeah, he's been doing terrible since uh, Kyler Murray came back, which is very surprising. Um, yes. Yeah, so the, you got Jaden Reed for for $3, which has been just uh, quite the bargain for your team. He's been doing great. Um, you spoke about it just a second ago, talking about getting baptized by Matt Collins on the, the ice bucket. Um, yes. Do you have any uh, – Anything to say to them about going back to the ice bucket since that you have done that? Any advice for them uh, going back for a second time? Just, uh, I guess, just try to get ready and recap or regroup for uh, for next year, I guess, there. And I don't know, does that mean I have to do the baptize him next year again? or No, it's who, whoever to... will win this year. Oh, whoever wins, wins this year. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, still, that's still up to be determined yet, I guess. But hopefully it comes around to that, and that way I can uh, tell him in that case to prepare for uh, for his baptism next next year there. <laughs> Do you think that you can uh, loan out the Eagle mask to the West Coast Wombats if they want it? We could, well, I think we can make that happen. That shouldn't be a problem to make that happen, I think. <laughs> um, but he may want a Wombat mask, though. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. I like it. A Wombat mask, yeah. <laughs> I will say I like Jordan's confidence too here in the playoffs uh, because he's already he's like I guess y'all will have to figure out who's going to win like he sounds like he's planning on winning the whole thing yeah um dude which I do have a question for you and Jordan Zach yeah go ahead uh, I was just thinking about it uh, were Matt and them last place in the league two years ago yeah the year before last they were yep and they went worst to first to worst to yeah. worst, and then this year Jordan has a chance to go from worst to first. Yes, that's true. So that's, maybe there's something that's to it. Crazy. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's something to it. Um, Jordan, do you have any response to the criticism that the uh, eagle mask was planned so that it would not be so cold during the ice bucket? That, that's absolutely false. That's fake news. In the words of the former president, that's uh, that's fake news. There and. Mostly that was the ice bucket challenge. I was concerned about midway through the season. I was concerned that I. I uh, righted the wrongs of Kansas City winning the Super Bowl too much with that shirt and everything, and I was too focused on the actual NFL instead of fantasy. But I guess things kind of turned around later in the season there. But yeah, that was the whole plan for the Eagle Mask was to uh, to uh, do the right baptism for the uh, NFL Super Bowl, the, yeah. the real deal there too, I guess. <laughs> I know you you got to get back to work. So uh, just last thing, how do you feel about the matchup with us this week? You are the sixty eight percent favorite to win one sixty two to one forty right now. Um, are you picking yourself to win? I feel pretty good about having a chance to win, but also I find that, I don't know, Yahoo seems like they put those percentages out. You feel pretty good first off, and then especially the first half of the season, there was a number of times where they put pegged me to win, and it uh, didn't quite work out. So it's one of those things you just got to gotta play and then see what uh, turns out on the other side there. All right, Jordan, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Good luck this week. I mean, maybe not really good luck this week, but uh, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Yeah, appreciate you. You guys, too, have best best wishes this week. All right, see you. Take care. Hey, Jordan. See All you. Right. All right, we are going to move over to Jake. Are you there, Jake? I am here, yes. Jake, 
we have had a quite the change of events here, James. I don't know if you've seen this in league pick'em, but we have a new leader. Um, and it was a big swing. Gregco went two and five, and Jake went five and two. And Jake is now in the lead by three going into oh. the playoffs. So uh we've brought Jake on. I want to hear Jake's breakdown of the uh, the matchups that we have and who he thinks is going to win. Um, so Jake, if you want to just fire away on, do you want me to pull the matchup here? Let's see. Let's go ahead and start with uh, the one we just ended with Isaiah 40, 31 versus H and F industries. Jake, what's your take on that matchup? I think, uh, H and F, you know, you, you guys are, are going to have some issues with injuries. I was watching that game with Tyreek, uh, yeah, was it Monday real. or was it Monday? Yeah. Monday or Sunday yeah, Monday, night. Monday night. Prime time games. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh man, I was like, that is the worst time to get an yeah. injury. So he'll yeah. went back in and he, he wasn't very back. effective. But man, like you're gonna have to start him. And he might be kind of in and out. He might even be a decoy. I know that he's trying to get that two thousand yard record. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, ETN is still injured. Yeah, it's it's yeah. brutal over here. We're, it's just a bunch of band-aids, bunch of bandages yeah. over here. And Monday I mean, night, yeah. Tyreek even just trying to be a decoy that yeah, couldn't he couldn't even hardly run those routes effectively more than twice. So. Yeah, yeah. He's going up against the Jets too. Yep. So I don't know if Sauce is going to be guarding him or not, but um, I've got I've got uh, Isaiah forty thirty one easily. I know Ooh. that the projection the projection is twenty three points basically. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Not like I really put that much stock in it, but uh, Jordan's team is healthy. He's got McCaffrey. McCaffrey is just, I mean, insane. Yes. Just yeah. watching him, I'm just like, okay, let's go ahead and pencil him in for 25 points. Like his projection is 22.86. Yeah. And that's like, that's probably like the bottom of what he would get. Yeah. And Rashad White is just on fire right now, too. So it's just like yeah, great. Man, I, I regret trading him. You also had him, too. So we yeah. both have had White. Yep. He's just been on fire. It's like you, you got to look for somebody catching fire at the right time. And definitely Rashad White is one of those guys, along with who we just talked about was uh, was Jaden Reed with Green Bay. who's he's He's been playing well as of late, just a couple games where he hasn't. But uh, he's definitely got players on – on the uh, up and up right now, and and we do not. We have a lot of a lot of injuries. I thought we were going to be getting hot at the right time with Ramondre Stevenson coming in, playing well, Lawrence playing well. But guess what? They got injured, and uh, Trevor Lawrence got injured, and Keenan Allen decided he's going to pick up a heel injury, and he's injured and not playing. So, yeah, I think yeah. Isaiah is going to win this week as well for sure. James, do you have a, a pick in that matchup? Yeah, I just I, I feel like we're almost in the same boat, and I'm sure Jake Jake will let me know here in a minute. But uh, yeah, the injuries just stacking up this time of year. You got I, I think if there, there weren't injuries, I think y'all would walk away with it just off of the oh, yeah. experience of your players. But I uh, just I'm afraid, like you yep. said, with all those injuries, it's just going to add up. Yep. All right, let's move on. We got the Big Orange Bullies versus the Golden Eagle Football Club next. The uh, Big Orange Bullies is projected to win 167 to 158. So it should be a close matchup here. Um, and Golden Eagle taking the last spot in the playoffs just based off of record. So uh, they got in. Jake, who do you like in this matchup? I'm not betting against Big Orange Bullies. 
Yeah. I mean, their, yeah. their team is insane. Uh, the IDPs, you know, that their IDP success has been a large part of why the record is 22 and 6. They're, the IDPs aren't doing like what they were doing the first half of the season. But I mean, they're probably getting 15 to 20 points extra just based off of their ID, just strong IDPs. So um, they're not dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, they got most of theirs questionable. Uh, he'll probably be fine. But uh, I mean, their their team is awesome. So I'm not going to bet against them. Yeah. Sutton's been playing well. Hey, I hope he has a great day Saturday. We need him to. Um, Derek Henry, you know, looks good as well. Kittle, Laporta. Uh, so I think, you know, it's definitely possible that he does it. But I'm going to pull back the curtain here just a little bit. And right before the trade deadline, um, that Saturday that it was, Big Orange Bully sent us a trade request. And this at this time, we are fully healthy. We are fully healthy. They send us this trade. And they wanted Derwin James, and we had other people wanting Derwin James. Um, but they offered us DK Metcalf and Antoine Winfield Jr., who at the time was just mediocre. He had just had like, you know, six tackles or something. And then DK, you know, was doing okay. Well, we wanted to keep Derwin, who has been playing well. And, um, but since then, Antoine Winfield has gone on to score. 16.50, 13, 22.50, and 14 points. Like, I, and and DK, DK has gone off as well. Um, I mean, the guy is just on fire right now. This is another example of people getting hot at the right time. Dak's playing at a high level. Um, so I just don't know how you can really go against them as well. I got big orange bullies win, winning, but uh, rejecting that trade hurts looking back on it. We could definitely use the depth. Uh, especially at the wide receiver position. So, um, James, who you got on this one? Well, I'm going to pull a college game day and save the graphic here. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I think Cam might might be sneaky. I think the fact that Tyreek Hill is probably not 100%. Yeah, that's I think true. Waddle showed, Waddle showed Monday night that he's kind of the number two target there. Yeah. Uh, I think Derrick Henry against the Texans in Nashville after the week they just had on Monday night, and if they're building any momentum off of that, I think he usually has a pretty good game against the Texans historically. So, I mean, there's a chance, I think, that if some of those guys hit for them, um, then – and Kansas City's playing the Patriots. I mean, that could be a lot of points for their defense. So, yeah. I um, just want to – I want to point out how bad uh, Adam Thielen has been, too, after the bye. Do you remember Adam Thielen before the bye? I mean, the guy – three weeks, four weeks before the bye, he had 31, 15, 27, and 28 points. After that, he never reached 20 points. He never got over 15 points since then. So um, that guy was on fire to start the season and and really dropped off and is on their bench. So, yeah. so anyways, you're going with the Golden Eagle Football Club? Yeah, I'm going to save the graphic for us. All right. I like it. Let's move on to the East Coast Wombats versus Pace in your face. Pace is projected to win this one big time. Uh, 159 to 143, 63% favorites on this one. Um, Jake, what is your take on this matchup? I've got pace. I've got CD Lamb in another league, and he has been carrying my team. Uh, CD Lamb is just hot right now. Yeah. So hot right now. Uh, you know, Justin Fields is going to get you some points. Um, I He's think Saquon's going to be doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I still, you know, I got pace on this one. I don't really like ECW's team. I know they got AJ Brown. That's great. Kamara's great, but I honestly don't like anybody else other than those guys. Yeah, I wonder if it. I'm trying to see if it said anything about Jacob, Jacob for this like for this terrible, terrible game tonight. That's going to be on TV. Uh, yeah, they've got him projected for zero points. So, yeah, this is just another example of of a team getting hurt and and uh, the other team just got players that are hot. So, I mean, I think you got to go with pace here. Um, East Coast Wombats putting their money where their mouth is with Baker Mayfield. We'll see if he comes through for them. I know <laughs> that they uh, they have to be excited about that. But uh, it looks like they'll probably slide Keaton Mitchell into their starting lineup or Tajay Spears, one of those two. Uh, for this week, if Jacobs cannot go tonight, uh, James, who do you have in this matchup? Yeah, I, I'm taking pace in your face. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the same reason. Yeah. And real quick, uh, while we're we're all here on this matchup, thoughts on the new rule that was passed for the East Coast Wombats to make it into the playoffs, um, just based off of their points alone. Jake, did you you like how it turned out this year? Yeah, I like that little wrinkle. You know, yeah. when we made the when we made the vote, I understand that we didn't have the median scoring. And I'm I would be for maybe removing that rule now that we have the median scoring. Oh, okay. But I think that it just made it so much more interesting. And it's like I, I really do think that the best eight teams got in. Yeah. And that you just you didn't have like some two or three fluky teams that just got lucky. Like, I can't stand that. Like, I cannot stand seeing teams that suck yeah. getting in the playoffs. Yeah, I think – I still like the median score. I do think that that helped kind of uh, even it out as far as, as uh, some fluky stuff going on. So, I, I still like the, the median score. But it was interesting to see who was going to make it. And also, another thought just looking at the standings was that Tecmo was only 73 points away from getting into the playoffs and being at, like, I don't know – they could have been up there with East Coast being like a six seed or something. I haven't looked at the point total. But also Tecmo was just a couple points away from getting the ice bucket as well. Um, Record-wise, you know, if they lost a, a game with the median or something like that. So that's the power of uh, this new wrinkle, as Jake calls it. So, James, did you like the the new thing this year? Yeah, I think, I think what happens with uh, East Coast Wombats in the playoffs will really answer that question. Yeah. I mean, I know they put up the points to get in there, but if they come in and pace just blows them out of the water and their team doesn't perform at all, then I think you got to start going, okay, what what were the matchups they had where they won their bigger points or, you know, like. Yeah, so. I think that uh, – let me, let me check on this really quick. And this is just another example of them, like I said, being hurt um, coming into the playoffs. They were on a losing streak of six games. So yeah. they have lost six weeks in a row. So I I would say that probably East Coast doesn't even think that they're going to win this matchup uh, yeah. versus Pace. So, uh, all right, let's move on to the last matchup, which we have both of you here. I have a, I didn't even plan this, but uh, it's the Allman Brothers versus Kemp's crew. 50-50 right now, 156.49 to 156.26. Jake, I'll let you have the first crack at it on this matchup. Well, I'm going to have to pick myself, and I don't just say that just because, you know, it's my team. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll i just look at the matchups here. I, I know we kind of talked about it earlier. Uh, James is dealing with some injuries. Justin Jefferson, 
you know, they're, you're going to have to trot them out there. Uh, Dylan and Pacheco were both questionable. Uh, even like Max Crosby, like I don't, I mean, he's like a, he can go for twenty points. Like yeah, he went for yeah. twenty points last week. Yep. He's questionable. Um, you guys kind of got hit at the worst time, but otherwise, like I really liked the Allman Brothers team. It was a great team. Um, little little spotty running back, but you really held it together with Dylan and Pacheco most of the year. And then Jonathan Taylor came in there and was killing it for a while, and now he's hurt. Just, yep. But yeah, just, just uh, the wrong time for you guys. Yeah. Um, Jake, I mean, can you believe you're starting Joe Flacco at quarterback? No. I, <laughs> I, I was so happy when I got Josh Dobbs for like yeah. 27 bucks. I was on top of the world. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, this is it. Like, that That was my league winner. Yeah. And now yeah. he's he's benched. Like, yeah, after three I mean, weeks, he's done. And, and we, you know, the big trade that we made – um, right before the trade deadline, we were trying to get you to throw in Dobbs. Um, and I think we were going to give up, you know, Lawrence or Russell Wilson. Not that it would have really mattered at this point, but but still, I mean, we were high on Dobbs. Everybody was high on Dobbs. And uh, what a disappearing act. It's been unbelievable. So, but uh, Joe Flacco leading the way for Kim's crew, which is, you know, just, honestly, I can't believe he was, he was technically unavailable this morning. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, yeah, I know, like yeah, because they put him on the practice squad or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and it's not like he had a those three weeks. He brought him back from deficits, which yeah. is crazy. It's just, it is unbelievable. It like, really led is. them to victories on yeah. his back, and they bench him. Yep. Uh, James, who do you have in the matchup with you? With you and Jake, uh, I'm going to have to take myself just uh, because I'm going to take myself. Uh, but I <laughs> yeah. think I think Jake's. I think Jake's exactly right. I mean, it's close. Um, I do like the fact that Jake doesn't have Tyreek Hill, even though he's injured, because I really appreciate you two making that trade and <laughs> being able to play Tyreek Hill back-to-back. That was fun. <laughs> um, but uh, I just think the injuries we have – I mean, Jonathan Taylor ended up – I was really excited when they finally figured him out, and he came back active, and he put up some good weeks. And I was like, yes, what a great draft pick. Take that. And yeah. then he hurts himself. Yeah, he gets his thumb hurt. So, um, yeah, running backs have been been rough this year. Um, I just don't know. I mean, Jalen Hurts last week laid an egg, and then you know he's been good for twenty plus points every other week, just about. So, um, makes Mason Crosby, not Mason Crosby, Max Crosby. Sorry, that one. Uh, that one hurts. Yep. Um, him being questionable, uh, I'm sure he'll go because he's been questionable other times in the season, but. Um, I just don't know. Like Jake said, we've been hit at the worst time. Like I was watching uh, this weekend, it was just like we don't even have running back to put in. Like, yep. So, yeah, it's just, it's it seems tough. like every matchup has a has a team in it that is very much injured going into the playoffs, and and uh, one team that is not. So it should be yep. interesting seeing the first round here. I feel like there are very very much easy favorites going into uh, the first round. So we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, I think this will definitely be the closest one out of the out of the first round, though, as we yeah. go through just based off of projections and the yep. way it's looking. Jake, before we let you go, any other proposals for next year for people to be thinking about? Kind of like what we mentioned on the Facebook group. I know you mentioned, uh, or I brought up doing the face or the free agent pickups being eligible to be a keeper, and uh, you had mentioned was this the seventh round? 
Yeah, and the, the reason I say that is I think 15 it's really high. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, there's probably going to be – like, can you imagine, like, Puka? Yeah. Like, like he would be – I mean, if that was uh, – we, we wouldn't do it next year, but, like, Puka, I would keep him as a 15th-round pick in a heartbeat. Like, that's oh, almost sure. like stealing. Yeah. So, like, I think I think they should just be lower, and I like the idea, but I think 15 is a little too too low. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that um, somewhere in that range as well. So is there anything else that you can think of? No, I, I really like uh, the direction our league was moving in and the, the changes. I think it makes things more exciting. Do you know how the playoffs are being done? Like it's, it's just straight head to head now, right? Like I, I don't know how the median works. Or if uh, it's yeah, all. it's like, still it's head to head. Work, yeah, that's a great question. As far as median goes, I have no idea. I have no idea on that. That's a good question. Ooh, that is good. I would want to lose a playoff game to the median. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if it's single elimination, there can't be a median score. So, I honestly, I don't know how it works. Yeah, that is that is very interesting. And I don't even – I don't even see a median score anywhere, so I'm assuming it's just head-to-head from here. It, it, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. But I, I thought about that. I was like – Yeah, that's a good well, thought. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. So, yeah, it looks like it's straight up head-to-head. So, all right, Jake, appreciate you joining us uh, and breaking down the matchups. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, see you. I'll see you, Jake. All right, James, so uh, we're just kind of going out of order here. But uh, (laughs) anyways, what I wanted to do really quick was take a look back at the regular season and uh, just talk about the leaders. Usually we do an all-pro team. But I'm just going to go through and I'm going to talk about um, who the top player was at each position for the season at this point and just run through that list. And uh, then we'll probably end up end it from there. Um, So we had your top quarterback of the regular season. I'll just go through maybe the top few here uh, because it's just kind of an interesting list. Your number one quarterback was Josh Allen. For uh, strong side had him. He had 366 points. Next was Jalen Hurts for the Allman Brothers. You guys got the QB2 on the year, 343. Dak Prescott at number three for Big Orange Bullies. And Brock Purdy for strong side for 311. So so Suggs had the number one and number four quarterbacks for the whole year. I wonder wonder if he wishes he would have traded one of those, turned it into something. But – that is some good depth to have. And then Greco finishes out the top five with Lamar Jackson. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say uh, CJ Stroud's number six. Yep. Yep. So how about that? Keeper. Uh, yeah. Keeper, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Your top wide receivers this year, Tyreek, no surprise, uh, 326. The next closest is 283, and it's CeeDee Lamb for pacing your face. Then we had Keenan Allen, 280. And that's just painful that he is out. And uh, then A.J. Brown is number four, East Coast Wombats, and Tecmo Power Runners has Jamar Chase at number five this year. So those are your top five wide receivers. Uh, Your top running backs, number one, Christian McCaffrey, no surprise there. I mean, 312 points for Christian McCaffrey. The next closest is 237 points. That's crazy. And McCaffrey was out for, what, two weeks? Yeah, I mean, yeah, was he out for two weeks? He, I think he was out for at least one week. Or maybe he got kind of injured or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, something. Uh, anyways, Christian McCaffrey just on a different level. 
is your RB1 for the regular season. Raheem Mostert uh, for Big Orange Bullies, 237 points at number two. Travis Etienne for HNF Industries, 228. Rashad White for Isaiah, 4031, is your number four running back on the season. And Alvin Kamara, who even started the season the first three games he was out, and he still finishes as your uh, RB5. So just impressive. Uh, moving on, your top tight ends. Kim Screw with Travis Kelsey barely, barely edging out TJ Hawkinson for Big Orange Bullies, 198.85 to 198.15. That's the difference yeah. between the two. Then you got uh, Sam Laporta uh, for Gordon Golden Eagle Football, had the number three and four tight ends on the year, 178 for Laporta. George I'll Kittle crown him the whisperer. Yeah, 171. And then Evan Ingram, there you are, James, uh, 171.35. Yep. So. I mean, nobody saw Laporta even coming. Yeah, right? Man, unbelievable. What a season. Your top kicker for the season, Brandon Aubrey for Tecmo Power Runners has 150, followed by Dustin Hopkins for Pace in Your Face. Brandon McManus, Greg Coe, 131. Great, great kicker. And then uh, Jake Elliott for Philly uh, for the East Coast Wombats, 128. And Jason Myers for the Almond Brothers, 127. Do you guys have him all year? No. Okay. Your top defense. Top defense, Dallas. No no question. Let me click on it. Yeah. Okay, Dallas, uh, who Jake had them the whole season. He just dropped him. Big Orchard Bullies picked him up. Uh, Then Cleveland, Baltimore, New York Jets, and the Indianapolis Colts are your top defensive players. Your top IDPs, um, we have the Big Orange Bullies with – you, do you remember how to say this linebacker's name from Jacksonville? I need pace. I need pace to to tell. Yeah, that guy. Good job, James. Hello, hello, we'll take hello, it. Kid. We'll take it. Uh, 188.50. TJ Edwards for Chicago. Uh, for the Almond Brothers, 170.25. You guys had the number two IDP player. Uh, Zaire Franklin for Big Orange Bullies coming in again with 169 for uh, the Indianapolis linebacker. Um, and then Golden Eagle football, 167.75 for Bobby Akikariki. Akikariki. <laughs> and then, who knows? I don't know. I need pace. I need Bobby O. Bobby O. Bobby O. Bobby O. Fred Warner, pace in your face, 163.25. Those are your top five IDPs right there. So uh, quite, the, quite the year there, James, for the, yeah. the season. Um, All right, guys. I think that's pretty much it. Just looking here, seeing if there's anything else in the notes I had. Just a, a couple quick things I was going to go over as well. We're about to run out of time, though. Uh, record books for the uh, longest winning streak for the season was eight weeks for Big Orange Bully. <laughs> big Orange Bullies. My voice just cracked again. Um, the I was longest, glad to stop that streak. Yeah. Yeah. Longest losing streak, and it's active as of still right now, was Greg Coe. So he ended on a seven-game losing streak for Greg. It's crazy. The largest uh, margin of victory this season was the East Coast Wombats versus Pace in week three. They won by 87.05. The smallest margin of victory this week or this year was um, Your Worst Nightmare versus Strongside. This happened multiple times. We had, and we haven't even touched on this, and I apologize, was that uh, Your Worst Nightmare won by .05. Wow. And that kept Suggs out of the playoffs by 0.05. No stat corrections today, nothing. I woke up wondering what 
if there'd be anything, there was nothing. So Suggs loses out on the playoffs this year by 0. .05 points, which is crazy. We've had multiple games this season um, be incredibly close. So, um, and I think even West Coast Wombats lost by 0. .05, and then it got stat corrected to be a little bit larger. Um, largest margin of defeat, pace in your face, beat the East Coast Wombats 87.05. Um I think I just said that. And then your uh, hardest schedules this season, weekly average, Golden Eagle Football Club had the hardest schedule. Average score of, of their point, opponents was 176.92. And the easiest was your worst nightmare with 158.80. So there's your record books there, James. There you go. All right. Um, any any last words before we head out here on your matchup? Uh, are you going to watch the game tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably try to catch some of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it probably is not gonna be that exciting, but then everybody didn't think Monday night was gonna be exciting either. So, Man, that ended was up being game. probably one good. of the best games of the season, no so. doubt. Yeah, but all right, guys, yep. we might come back, we might not. Um, we'll see how the playoffs go, but either way, we're glad to get an episode out to you guys, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. All right, take care. Make fantasy great again.